you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And my guest today is Udo Erasmus. I think I got that right. Yep, okay. you did. Good. And Udo is going to introduce himself, like I usually ask everyone to do. And tell us, Udo, a little bit about yourself and, and your background and how you ended up in dealing with all of these oils and things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I'm 81. I, I was born in 1942 during the Second World War in Poland, which was then part of Germany. And my parents mm -hmm. came from Latvia and Estonia. And there was a lot of politics involved in that. So I, I don't want to particularly get into that. I yep. uh, was a refugee kid when I was two and grew up very shy because mm -hmm. I, I didn't know what to trust and I never felt safe. So I got into the world of books because books are safe. It's a nice way, uh -huh. nice way to tour the world without yeah. any personal danger. <laughs> and, uh, and always wanted to know when I was really when I was six years old, mm. I heard adults argue about really, really trivial things, and they get so intense about it. And it would make me feel so uneasy because of my background, right? Mm. And it occurred to me, it's like, wow, there must be a way that people can live in harmony. And this mm. little cocky voice says, I'm going to find out how. And so that's kind of been my driver all my life. Mm. And I got into when it came to education, my parents believed in education. So uh, I got into science because I wanted to understand how things work. Because okay. when you feel insecure, but you understand how something works, you get a certain uh -huh. amount of predictability and security from that. Yeah, That's why we do science, right? Predict and control. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. Then I got into biosciences because I wanted to know how creatures work. Uh -huh. And then I got into psychology because I wanted to know how thinking works. You know, it's all like if you want to know how to live in harmony, these might, might be important topics. And yeah. then I got into medicine because I wanted to know what health is. Mm -hmm. But we only learned about disease in medicine because mm -hmm. it's not healthcare, it's disease yeah. management. Yes. There is no healthcare in healthcare. You know, hygiene <laughs> is healthcare. And uh, living in line with nature and your nature, that would be healthcare. But we're not doing that. We're doing no. symptom suppression, crisis intervention. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that all, too. It all, it all comes down. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I left after one year. The, my mm -hmm. dean told me, I asked him, what is health? He said, we don't know. We're working on it. And we were also told in first year medicine that if uh, a doctor should always sound as though he knows what's going on, even when he doesn't. Oh, good. Okay, now, that's helpful, huh? Yeah, and I we call that lying on the farm yeah. where I spent part of my childhood. Thank you. And I said, okay, I don't think uh, this is for me, and went back into biological sciences because uh -huh. in biological sciences, you're actually studying normal creatures living normally, 
in normal situations. So uh-huh. that's, that's getting closer to health. Yeah. So you're going to learn more about health in biology than in medicine. So mm-hmm. I went back, ended up in biochemistry and genetics. Oh, and then wow. there was still stuff missing that in my personal development. So I left university. I figured out uh-huh. I'm, I'm not going to find it at university. And mm-hmm. I, had, I had looked around pretty much everywhere, social psychology and anthropology and a little bit of theology. And mm-hmm. said, no, mm-hmm. what I'm looking for is not at university. Then I uh, spent some time with psychedelics. Ah, and, those, yes. and, and I, I did an LSD uh, event. Uh-huh. And it blew the door off my my uh, war baby personality because it was like, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a thousand ways to live. And I didn't realize it was like that we had so many options. But that yeah. just like, and it, I laughed and cried the whole mm. time listening to Mozart music and laughing yeah. and time with the oh, music. Wow. Uh-huh. And, and, and what was so funny was that it struck me as, the biggest cosmic joke that everything that I was so studiously looking for in my studies, I was a really good, pretty good student in that sense. Uh But everything I was so studiously looking for and not finding was all within me. Mm -hmm. That struck me as the greatest joke. And so, and then I I began to do that and I started doing uh, quiet practice, stillness practice, uh, Mm -hmm. self-knowledge practice, and, uh, you know, because it's important to be present in the space your body occupies. But you our think? senses will always take us away from it. And so we yeah. have to spend some time actually going, you know, going back, going back, going back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I got married. I did a lot of different blue collar jobs because I wanted to know what it was like to be in the shoes of the people doing those jobs. Mm-hmm. I figured that was a good thing for a citizen to have some knowledge of. And then I got married and we had three kids and my marriage broke up and I was super upset. Oh, I bet. And I I wanted to kill something. And so I took a job as a pesticide sprayer. Oh no. And then I had a I had a license. I had I got ninety-nine point five percent on my on my exam to practice spraying pesticides. So I knew my stuff. So I took Uh this job and I was super careless. I walked over lawns I had sprayed barefoot till the skin peeled off my feet. Then I wore rubber boots. But it was a summer job and I wanted to have a tan because I was vain. So the wind would drift a spray on my back because I was was driving around this tractor with a boom. And, you know, I was in a bathing suit with rubber boots. After three years of being super careless, I got poisoned by the pesticides I sprayed. And I ended up getting, I ended up getting um, uh, low energy. I was 38 at the time, 1980. Mm. And I, if I walked around a city block, I had to rest. So I was like an old mm. guy, like an old man, mm-hmm. right? And I got cramps and nausea and dizziness. Yeah. And if I turned my head, it felt like my head turned, but my brain didn't. Mm. And I was okay. like, obviously, when your head turns, your brain turns. But it felt yeah. like my head turned, but my brain didn't. So it was a yeah. really strange experience. It went to the doctors, been, yeah. went uh-huh. to the doctor, said, what do you have for pesticide poisoning? And I got the beautiful answer, nothing. And that day it became super clear. 
to me. And I sort of always knew it, you know, my health is my responsibility. But that day, the penny just really dropped. Oh, my God, I'm on my own. It's up to me. You know, I've, I've been yeah. poisoned by pesticide. I have cancer to look forward to. There is no cure for medicine. So got to do it on my own. So mm -hmm. because I had the background in biological sciences, which was super uh -huh. helpful to me. I bet. I got into the journals in Medline. There were 16 million citations of studies. Oh I, didn't, I didn't read them all, but I read yeah, a lot of good. them. And mm -hmm. I read everything that had to do with health and nutrition, disease and nutrition. Mm. On the basis that your body is made out of food, you know, plus water and air, but I was thinking yeah. food at the point at that time. So your body's made out of food. So if something goes wrong with your body, then you need to look at how you're building your body if it's made from food. So you mm -hmm. got to change something here, what you eat, right? And the idea is this, that your body turns over 98% every year. 98% mm -hmm. of the atoms in your body today. Right are going to be, will have been removed and replaced if we meet mm -hmm. a year from now. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? That means if you raise your standard for nutrition, or if I raise my standard for nutrition, because I'm the guy who's sick here, right? If I raise my standard for nutrition within one year, I will have rebuilt my body 98% to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. That's what healing is. That, yeah. That's why healing is possible, because your body's always turning over. Right. And as it turns right. over, you give it other things to work with. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if they're the right things you give it to work with, then healing happens. Yeah. So I got into, into that, and I was looking at all the essential nutrients, 18 minerals, 13 vitamins, 9 essential amino acids, 2 essential fatty acids. Those are the 42 mm -hmm. essential nutrients that your body can't okay. make but has to have. That okay. if you don't get enough, eventually kills you. So mm. these are like these essential building blocks for body constructed. And I got stuck on oils because it's, it was the, the most confusing area of mm. all of this. And, okay. then, and it went like this. I read a study that's omega-6 is an essential nutrient. That means you've got to have it. You can't make it. You've got to get it from outside. If you don't get enough long enough, you die. But if you bring enough back before you die, mm -hmm. All of your problems from getting not getting enough are reversed. That's what essential means. So I'm reading omega-6 is an essential nutrient. Those are the 42, right? Omega-6 is an essential nutrient. The very next study I read out of the same database says omega-6 gives you cancer and kills you. Okay. And, my head, and my head exploded. It was like... I was going to say, yeah. Wait, what the hell? <laughs> How can something that is essential for health... Yeah. At the same time, make you sick and kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. And I and I and it was like I didn't say, well, somebody's cheating on the on the studies. That didn't occur to me. I would think about that now because there's a lot of people cheating on studies. But at that time, I was I was more naive, and mm -hmm. I said, well, I assume they're doing the study, and I assume these guys are doing the study, and they're reporting honestly what they find. What am I missing? that I need to understand okay. to come to terms with this complete contradiction. And it was that contradiction that forced me to look deeper into how oils are made. Uh -huh, and what yes. I found out 
is that yeah. what we blame on omega-6s or people blame it on seed oils yeah. and then they say don't uh -huh. use seed oils we're blaming something on seed oils that should not be blamed on seed oils because omega-3 and omega-6 uh -huh. are essential you have to have them uh -huh. we should be blaming the the damage done by seed oils and omega-6s on the damage done to the omega-6s by the processing when the oils are being uh, made okay okay and so what is that processing well they turn up to freedom with sodium hydroxide oh. a very corrosive base yeah. then with phosphoric acid a very oh corrosive God. acid then they bleach them to take <gasps> out the color molecules and that makes them rancid and now they smell bad and now they have oh. to heat them to frying temperature oh, to deodorize them and oh, that's no. how you get and that's how you get a colorless, odorless, tasteless oil. In that processing, you take out all of the antioxidants and the flavor mm -hmm. molecules and the color molecules and uh, uh, any anti-inflammatory molecules that might have been in the seed that the oil came from. So mm. those are removed. That's why those oils give you inflammation because that's the spark control. Mm. They remove that. Okay. That's why sugar gives you inflammation because they uh -huh. remove all of the antioxidants, anti-inflammatories from the sugar cane or the sugar beet. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And you're getting the fuel that throws spark, that builds a good fire in your body, but you lost the spark control. That's why processing is not a good idea most of the time. So in that processing, on top of losing your spark protection, they also damage about a half to 1% of the molecules. Wow. And I, when I found that out, I, I called them. I called the Oil Chemist Society. I said, I want to talk to a researcher. They gave me the researcher, put him on the phone. I said, when you know this does damage to the oil, why do you do this? And he said, well, one of the reasons that we do that is because when we deodorize the oil at frying temperature, so this oil has been fried before it goes in the bottle, we can, we can remove half the pesticides in the oil. <gasps> oh, my and God. My, and my head exploded again. I'd been poisoned yeah. by pesticides. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I didn't even know there were pesticides yeah. in oils. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and my thought to myself was, you mean the other half of the pesticides stay in the oil? Yeah, I was going to say, they're still there. I, and, yeah. and so I said to him, in, instead of doing that, I said, well, why don't you start with organically grown seeds? Then you don't oh. have any pesticides to begin with. And then you don't have to heat the oil to frying temperature to get rid of half of them. Right. And you can save all that money. And, and there was total silence at the end of the phone for like, I don't know, at, and he, he didn't a know thousand years, say. a yeah. thousand years. It was probably 15 I'm seconds. Surprised he did, I'm surprised and he didn't hang up on you. But yeah. Very long silence. And when he got back, he was really angry. He says, he says, I don't know what your problem is. The oil is 99% good and it's only 1% damaged. And if you got 99% on an exam, you'd be damn happy, wouldn't you? That's different. So now, <laughs> so, That's different. I, so now I backed off and I thought, well, maybe I'm overreacting. It's only 1%. And, uh, you know, so I said, okay, well, in doubt, do the math. Mm -hmm. So the question I asked is if you have a tablespoon of an oil, that okay. is 1% damaged by the processing. How many damaged molecules would be in that tablespoon? Okay. And I want you to answer that question because you'll see why in a, in a second. So just guess. I know you don't have a basis for making that guess. 
So just guess. I would anyway. guess that all of us, all of it's bad for you then. Well, no, you can't be all. It's only 1% oh, damage. Okay. So how many damaged molecules would you find in a tablespoon of an oil that is 1% damaged by the processing? I don't know. how many. I don't know how many start in it. I know. This is why, why it's hard to answer the question. I yeah. ask this question all the time. When I do live talks, uh -huh. I always ask several people for their question, for and their answer. Guess. And they guess. guess. Yeah. So give me a number. But I have nothing to base it on. I know. <laughs> but, but that's the that's but we're all in the same we're all in the I same know. pickle, right? Every human being is in the same pickle. We don't have a basis. We don't know how big molecules are. We don't know how many yeah. molecules are in a tablespoon of oil. Well, somebody must be able to to have figured that out at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> that's and what the I, answer is. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> you don't want to guess, okay? But no. Okay. I don't. So the. So the answer is that when I ask this question, uh -huh. the highest estimate of damaged molecules that people ever give me is always more than a billion times too low. Mm. So people say a thousand, a million, a billion, a trillion, but it's actually 60 quintillion molecules. That's oh a six. Gosh. That's a six followed by yeah. 19 zeros. Okay. So you go a thousand, okay. a million, a billion, a trillion, quadrillion, quintillion. So in a tablespoon that is one of oil that is 1% mm -hmm. damaged, there mm -hmm. are 60 quintillion damaged molecules. And, and how many good ones that aren't damaged? 99, 99 times that many. Okay. Okay. Right? Because it's only 1% damaged, right? right? Yeah. And so okay. you can still say, oh, well, it's only 1%. But here's the thing. These damaged molecules never existed in nature. So life never made a breakdown program for them. So they get into your, your body into places where an oil has a function. And uh -huh. they then interfere with that function because they're not yeah. the right molecules anymore. Uh -huh. and, yeah. and you're getting more than a million damaged molecules for every one of your body's 60 trillion cells in one tablespoon of an oil that is 1% damaged. Oh, my God. But most people use two to four tablespoons, so you'd have to multiply that by two to four. Mm. And if you fry them, you probably got to multiply the damage oh God, done by frying by yeah, another 10 heat. times. Mm -hmm. And then you have mm -hmm. pesticides in the oil and mm -hmm. you have plastic in the oil because put, they put them in plastic bottles and plastic leaches into oil quicker than into water. Yes. Yes. So, you know, my head was spinning. I said, oh, my God, I cannot get healthy on oils like that. We should make oils with health in mind. And what does that take? Well, omega-3 and omega-6 are very sensitive to damage by light, by oxygen, and by heat. Okay. So in making the oils, you start got to start with organic, mm -hmm. so you have no pesticides. Yes, absolutely. Then you press them through the whole pressing, filtering, settling, filling process. No mm -hmm. light, no oxygen, and only low mm -hmm. temperature should be in touch with the oil. Mm-hmm so that you don't get that damage. Right. You put them in glass bottles because they mm -hmm. glass, glass does not swell when oil goes into it and then leach dark, into the oil. Dark, dark glass? Dark, dark glass bottle. Yeah, and then if you want to be really uh, OCD, like we are, <laughs> then you put the dark glass bottle in a box to cut the light out completely. Yeah. And then, and then you keep it in the refrigerator in the factory if you, if it's two if it's more than two weeks on in transit, 
it's mm -hmm. shipped refrigerated. Like when we go to Europe okay. and Asia with the oil okay. and Australia, it's shipped refrigerated. Okay. And then it's shipped in the, it's refrigerated in the storage places. It's refrigerated in the health, in the stores. Mm -hmm. When you get it home, you refrigerate it. Mm -hmm. And you never use that oil for frying. You add it to foods after they come off the heat. You use okay. water for cooking like we used to uh -huh. do when I was a kid. Uh -huh. Because then you don't burn the food. When you fry foods, right. you, know, you know, fried foods fry health. Fried oils fry health. Whether uh -huh. you fry carbs. That makes sense. If you, if you fry carbs or, uh -huh. or proteins or oils each one independent of the other other two okay. increases inflammation and increases risk of cancer huh. so oils need to be made with health in mind mm. and then the year after i got poisoned so this is in 1980 i got poisoned 1981 it was established that omega-3 is an essential nutrient by the definition i gave can't make okay. it gotta have it gotta get it from outside if you uh -huh. don't get enough long enough, you die. If you bring it back before you die, all of the problems that come from not getting enough are reversed. Well, mm -hmm. omega-3 fits. That's one of the 42. Right? Mm -hmm. And then I found out 99% of the population doesn't get enough omega-3 for optimum health. Mm -hmm. It is five times more sensitive to damage than omega-6. Wow. Yeah. Every cell needs it. Mm-hmm. And my head exploded, but this time in a good way, because I said, oh, my God, if we could make omega threes and sixes with, with health in mind, and you can, yeah. could get the two balanced in the right ratio, and we could bring these made with health in mind oils back to mm -hmm. the population, we could uh -huh. improve the health of 99% of the population. It's like, oh, oh yeah. my God, oh, my God, I could help almost yeah. everybody. You know, and it's like there's something that feels good in the heart when you yeah. can help, you know, whether it's an old lady across the road or it's yeah. somebody who's turning the map upside down, trying to figure out where they are and where uh, they yes. need to go. Exactly. You know, whatever it is, yeah. whenever you can help somebody in a, some small uh -huh. way, yep. that feels good in the heart. Yeah. It's just something about human nature. Helping feels better mm. than hurting. Oh, I agree. Right. And yeah. so I, I, I went ballistic. It was like, oh, my God, we could help almost everyone. And if we could make them with health in mind and then bring them back to the population. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And so that got me going to develop a method for making oils with health in mind. And I've gotten some awards for doing that. Starting an, the industry of making oils with health in mind, specifically the industry of making oils with health in mind. Uh-huh. And then going out and educating in 40 countries and living out of a suitcase for three, six to nine months for 15 oh years, oh doing a tour, doing a tour through the U.S. in 1988 uh -huh. in the hottest months, July, oh August, half of June, <sighs> half of September, 101 days to 85 cities, 35 states, 17,000 miles by road in a van without air conditioning where I slept on the floor of the van. And we had our clothes on a broomstick inside the double doors of the van. Okay. And when we and got how, all... And how did you keep the oil cold? Uh, we did we didn't take, take the oil with, with us. The oil, the oh. oil got shipped. Okay. And uh, when, when we got hot and sticky, we would w walk into a Marriott like we owned it. 
and then go yeah. and clean up and and take yeah. our showers and yeah. wash our clothes and wring them out and then get back into the van <laughs> and continue so so it was like literally and i had no business background i had good science background mm -hmm. and we just we we started a business and we made decisions i mean right and left day after day decisions on standards decisions on who we would work with we wouldn't work with anybody who wouldn't take care of our oil uh, and uh, well that makes sense yeah and we we would say to them do you have refrigeration in your storage yeah. space if they said yes i'd hand them over to the guy who did the deals if they said no i said are you willing to bring it in if they said right. yes i'd say call us when you have it yes. if they said no i would say this is a good time to to end the interview and we yeah. literally would yeah. not do business we were starting from scratch you know and when you're starting from good scratch you. you know you you want sales no we stuck to our standards yeah, and what what and what carried that whole thing was the enthusiasm. Mm -mm. They, 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 we were so we were so lit up uh -huh. and literally people like that when somebody's lit up, this is it's very attractive. Yes. I didn't know oh, that. Absolutely. I didn't know that. You know, you don't run a business on enthusiasm. I've never yes, I don't do. think they teach you that in mm -hmm. business school. But the truth is, everything yes, that so runs much. runs on passion. Oh, for right? sure. If there's yes. no one who has a passion, you know, why why many of our product problems are not getting fixed? Because nobody has has a passion for no, fixing them. No, no, they're bored they're just with waiting. It. No, and they they're just wait for the money, and the money isn't going to fix it if the enthusiasm is doesn't go with the money. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so so yeah, so that was built. It was built on enthusiasm, and then flaxseed oil was the first oil we worked with because it's the richest source of omega three. Mm -hmm. And then I became omega-6 deficient on it. And I got dry eyes, skipped heartbeats, ah. arthritis like pain in finger joints and thin papery skin, mm -hmm. and decided, you know, fixed it by eating more omega-6s uh -huh. and decided to make a blend that is better uh -huh. balanced than Flaxol. Uh -huh. Flaxol has okay. too much omega-3. And so we, we changed the ratio. So we got, and it's, it's a blend because you, you can't do it with one oil. And so we developed okay. a blend that's that's basically uh, a one shot deal for everything uh -huh. you need that's good for health from oils and nothing okay. you should avoid that's bad from oils. So do are are people supposed to be cooking with your oils or are you supposed to be just taking it straight or No. The, what the, the, tell the, me more. Okay, never fry with Udo's oil. Okay, Never fry fine. with the I don't, oil. I don't fry with any oil. So yeah, yeah. That's, no, me, because frying is the worst thing we've ever invented to do to food. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it is the dumbest thing we've ever invented. Uh -huh. And we, Because when you burn food, then you increase inflammation and cancer. You burn oil, mm -hmm. you increase inflammation and cancer. When you yep. let oil, you know, it, they're the most sensitive nutrients we have. We should treat mm -hmm. them with the most care. We treat them with the least care. We throw them in the mm -hmm. frying pan, watch them turn into smoke. You know, if you turn oil into smoke, you've changed the chemistry and oh, your yeah. body, you, you know, if you if, if you wanted to eat smoke for lunch, you know, mm -hmm. and you think you could be healthy on that. Well, good yeah. luck with that. Right. So but we do it and we just been oh, yeah. bamboozled oh, yeah. by an industry that makes money out of oils that 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 wanted to pe get people using oil instead of water for cooking. Because they say if we can get people to fry instead of cook, oh my yeah. God, how much oil we could sell. Does that does that apply to butter as well? Any fat or oil. Okay. If it turns if it turns the food brown, you're uh -huh. burning the food. 
Okay. 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 Now the sense. hard fats, the hard fats are less toxic when you fry them than the liquid ones. Okay. But there is nothing good for frying. The least okay. bad is is the is saturated fats. But they also interfere with the essential fatty acids. So then you need oh. more essential fatty acids if you're using those. Oh, okay. So there's a balance between those. So, mm -hmm. so the best thing is cook in water and then add oil to the food afterwards. Oils belong with food. Oh. They enhance flavors. Yeah. They enhance flavors and they improve the absorption of oil-soluble nutrients. And okay. all whole foods have oil-soluble nutrients that are yeah. good for health in them. So, so do you add, you never, add the so, Okay, so, so you, you add never, the oil when it's hot, when the food is still hot? That's, I mean, it's I okay to do that. not necessarily yeah. in the pain. In the, yeah, in the it's pan, okay rather, to do that. Yeah. yeah, it's okay to do that. You add it just before you start eating it. Okay, okay. Yeah, and, you, and, and oils go in any food. You can put it on fruits. You can put it on vegetables. You can put it in starches. Huh. You can put it on protein. Okay. Except with starches, you have to be careful because starches, when you eat more than you burn, Mm. Your body has to turn the excess into fat. Oh, okay. And if you if you're eating carbs and you and you and you have normal weight, then uh -huh. you add oil on top of the carbs. Then the carbs are going to get burned first oh. because because too many carbs is dangerous. Okay. And then the system doesn't work, and you might put on some weight. Oh, but the system, but the weight you put on doesn't come from the oils because the oils turn on fat burning and turn off fat production in the body and the carbs huh. turn on fat production and turn off fat burning in the body if you eat more than, ah, than you need so okay. that's uh so it's important to remember that but it, but i put uh i put oil in oatmeal i just eat a little less oatmeal because oh. oil is good fuel oil oil okay. uh, omega-3 is the best fuel of anything that we eat highest energy fuel we've done uh -huh. studies with athletes where we give them the right balance of omega-3 and 6 the omega-3s are the ones that get you more energy 40 to 60 percent increase in energy if they practice their sport to exhaustion within wow. 30 days of starting on a tablespoon per 50 pounds of body weight per day hmm. of, of that oil blend so very, and okay. we've done it in both strength and endurance sports. Wow. Wow. And they make nice skin. We actually measure, measure optimum intake by how skin feels. If your skin is dry, you need more of the right kind of oil. Yeah. And the uh, last, and, and just, just re, you know, recently, like the last couple of months, all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, yeah, as it gets flake, cooler. Flake among, off of everything. Yeah, but it's yeah, never in, happened before. It's hot okay, here in, today. <laughs> okay, in winter it's more you notice it more than in summer. In dry weather you notice it more than in in humid weather. Okay. But if your skin is dry, you need mm -hmm. more oil. And here's why that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Your your skin gets the these good oils last and loses them first. Um, because the in, if because if your heart didn't get the oils, well, your it needs, organs and stuff, yeah, yeah first. You you'd be history if they didn't get enough. So the way nature <laughs> works, it is. You can live with dry skin, so uh -huh. skin gets them last and loses them first. And so we measure okay. optimum by what it, how much does it and take? It's, to and it's your... this way, not that way. Yes, oiled right? from within. Best way to yeah. oil your skin is from within. So, and it's usually about a tablespoon per fifty pounds of body weight per day, 
spread uh-huh. out over the course of the day mixed in fruits. Uh-huh. And it could be a little okay. higher than that, could okay. be a little lower than that. We okay. have athletes who okay. take twice as much. That would yeah. be 50% of their calories. And they rant and rave about how quick they heal and how much more energy they have and how uh-huh. much better they do in, in their sports. Oh, and how, sure. how much quicker they recover from fatigue. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's really quite remarkable. Omega-3s. And, and the, the big deal is that omega-3s are exceptionally good but they have to be made with health in mind and they're five times more sensitive to damage than omega-6s. So you really have to pay attention. You can't cut any corners. And that's our claim to fame is we didn't cut any corners. That's why they, that's why they retain their health benefits and that's uh-huh. why we get such uh-huh. good results. Yeah. Yeah. So, so is that's it, why, I, that's is why it I'm still just put it in a spoon and take it or is it better no, no, to always, do it with food? Always mix it in food. There are lots of people who take it off a spoon but I do, I've never recommended that. No oils belong mm. with foods. Yeah, and, and sometimes people take it off a spoon and then they say to me, I don't like the taste of your oil. They say, well, how did you take it? Well, I took right. it off a spoon. So then I ask them, well, when is the last time you took a cooking oil off a spoon? Yeah. She says, well, I never do that. Well, why are you doing it with mine? Yeah. No, always put it in food. Always put it in food. Okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so. Interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to f- find some food to be putting it in with because I don't typically use oil for much. I use mayonnaise yeah. occasionally for salmon with salmon salad, but that's about it. So put so put the oil in salmon salad and forget the mayonnaise. The mayonnaise okay. is made with damaged oils, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think what kind of oils. They usually use canola or soybean, mm-hmm. sometimes corn. Not mm-hmm. usually corn, actually, in in North America. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, they usually I'll, use the I'll cheapest oil they can avocado, find. Avocado, avocado, avocado oil. Oh, yeah, okay. The avocado oil, there's, there is no, uh, there are no standards for avocado oil. Okay. So you probably make, they probably make it out of rotten avocados and then do a whole chemical feast on it. And then oh, you gross. get the damage. Yeah. yeah. Eat, the, eat the avocados, you know, in the avocado, the oil's fine. Oh right? yeah, no, no, no! I do, I do. Yeah, I yeah. have, I, I have a quarter of an avocado. Yeah. Um, every morning with my yeah. uh, salmon salad. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're good, yeah. they're good yeah. food. And then I, I and a... then I eat guacamole along with it. So you know. Yeah, yeah. Of avocado. Yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. But you don't know what's in the oil, you know. The and yeah, okay. Because there are no standards have been set for it. It's been right. recommended there should be standards set for it. Yeah, but the standards have not been set. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing, just as an aside, the other reason I love avocados is because even all the pesticides and stuff don't get through the skin, so you don't even have to buy out organic. Right. You don't have to spend that extra money right. on that. Yeah, spend unless it on they something use, else. Unless they use unless they use a pesticide that's systemic, because there are pesticides that are absorbed into the into the foods. I don't know what they use on avocados. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I've just, I've, I've read, I've seen a lot of tests yeah. that have been run on avocados and they've never found anything that gets through the skin on any okay. of them. So okay. yeah, I take I, their word I, for it, which I probably yeah, shouldn't, de- but yeah. Yeah, it depends on who does the tests because, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, say, yeah. because sometimes what people do is they only test for the pesticides they know are not in it. Yeah, you know, so yeah. we live in a time. We're living a time where you need to take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, 
<laughs> a big, big, big grain of yeah. salt, which yeah. is not good for you either. No, no, so. pot- potassium salt, that's good for you. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, yeah, so in that sense, it's better to go organic. Even that mm. sometimes that people cheat, but but if it says organic, it's more likely to be organic than if it doesn't mm-hmm. say organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to pay attention more yeah. than you ever th- yeah. thought you would yeah. have to. Yeah, I think it was actually, I'm trying to think, the people I had read that with is the Environmental Working Group. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar with them. I know them by name, but I don't know enough yeah. about them to, yeah. to, ha- they, to have they a, test an They test a lot of things and they come up with their clean 15 and their dirty 15 and yeah 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 you know stay away from those and just keep those (laughs) yeah yeah and there are people who do honest research so it's not like it's not like you can't believe anything it's but oh no 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 i i'm I'm just saying yeah they're they're one of the ones that are very yeah yeah very very good about it yeah so So, um, but anyway that's the oil story. And then I, then yeah. I started saying, well, what, what else needs attention? The Uh-oh. second thing is, second thing that needs attention, digestion. It's the hardest working system in your body. And everybody's got something going on with their digestion. Burps and gas and bloating and pain and, you know, allergies mm-hmm. and sensitivities. And so what do you do for, for digestion? Well, the single most important change we've made from mm-hmm. how it was in nature is that mm-hmm. we cook our foods. Oh. See, in nature, the mandate, life's mandate for every creature that eats, fresh, whole, raw, organic, local, in season, pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. And when you cook foods, you kill the probiotics on the food. Mm-hmm. They should be replaced. Mm. and you destroy the enzymes in the food that do up to on average 60 percent of the digestion for you mm-hmm. so they right. those so, two so we, should be replaced i was gonna say so so that's that's why we all take enzymes yeah mm-hmm. correct that's <laughs> why we take enzymes and it makes yeah. a huge difference and <clears throat> yes. and when you take enzymes not only do they take a load off the digestive system because mm-hmm. when you cook food you actually more than doubling the work the digestive system has to do. You're making it easier in some ways, but you're making it harder in mm-hmm. other ways. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what you're doing when you take enzymes, you take a load off your digestive system, mm-hmm. and that in turn takes a load off your immune system because mm-hmm. when digestion isn't working, your immune system has to get involved. Oh, okay. And then okay. when you take enzymes or you ta- eat raw foods, your immune mm-hmm. system is free to do its other jobs, like get rid of infectious organisms that make it through your skin uh, okay. or digest yeah. the protein coats off viruses that, that uh, chase uh, you down okay. or to, uh, get rid of uh, digest inflammatory proteins or uh-huh. old cells and dead cells. Mm. So the immune system has a lot of other functions in the body, but its mm. first function has to be to make sure that nothing undigested gets from your digestive tract into your body mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. it's not able to do that and then you start then you get all kinds of problems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so those two digestive enzymes probiotics and then fiber so that means yeah. more plant-based and fiber is good for for bowel regularity it's also yeah. the, f- the b- best food for probiotics 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the last one is bitters, which are herbs that help both in digestion and in liver function and liver right. function and detoxification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the, so that's the second. And then the, then I was started working with greens because greens mm-hmm. are the, you know, everybody knows they're supposed to eat their greens. A lot of people don't. So we made portable greens for people who wanted a little bit of better control when they're traveling or, oh, or and you throw them in shakes. So it's quick as well. Uh-huh. And then I started looking, okay, what's next? And I started thinking, well, actually everything affects health. So yeah. you have to give everything it's due. And then I started getting into mindset and then I started getting into inner practice to, mm-hmm. to feel content because when yeah. you feel content, you actually yes. reverse aging, but yes. that requires yes. you to take some time to every day to do nothing except yes. breathing. You know, breathing is automatic, but yeah. you know, right. you sit down, you do nothing. You shut mm-hmm. everything off, you mm-hmm. get your phone off the hook, put your gadgets away. You know, if somebody rings a doorbell, let them wait, you know, yeah. let the world wait. You're going to yep. take some time just to be present in mm-hmm. the magnificence of your own existence. Mm-hmm. And it feels so good because you're mm-hmm. unconditionally loved by life. Your body is unconditionally loved by life. You want mm-hmm. unconditional love? It's running you. <laughs> you ain't going to get it from the outside. All love on the outside no. has conditions. Even right. mother's love is not unconditional. That's true. But true. the love of life for your body is unconditional. Yeah. And so and when you feel that, you feel cared for. And when you feel cared for, then you're in a position where, okay, where can I help? What needs to be done? How can I make the biggest splash for good in the time I have? You know, it, and it changes your relationship to the mm. world into a very, very positive one. Yeah. But, it, but if you, and if you don't feel cared for, then you want somebody else to take care of you. <laughs> and you're basically trying to get other people to do your right. homework for you, and it doesn't right. work. Right. And we know where the, how, where that goes, right? <laughs> yeah, that goes where my relationship worked. But when my marriage broke up, why was that? Because mm. I couldn't get in touch with the love to bring it into the relationship. And she yeah. couldn't get in touch with the love in her to bring it into the relationship. Yeah. And we both expected it of each other. Right. And then but we not blamed of them, not and, of yourselves. And then we blamed each other for not right. for not getting it. Yeah. yeah. That's how oh, that's sure. how that's how we kill that relationship. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. basically by not by both of us not doing our homework. So that's the recipe there. I just gave you the recipe for a yeah. for a predictably bad relationship. <laughs> you certainly did. You certainly did. <laughs> right? Yes. And then yes. and then exactly. and then even deeper inside is a contentment, is a peace. Mm. And when you feel it in mm-hmm. the core of your own being, you recognize that peace has always been everywhere. Yeah. And then you start living into a world as though it was a peaceful world rather than being mm. a world full of enemies or full, full of danger. Yeah. And then you start, you know, then you be basically passing into the world, your state of being. So what is the best state of being to, to create a world that works for everybody? You yeah. got to be in the peace. You got to be in the love and you got to be inspired. Right? Mm. That's the shine of, of unconditional love into the world. Mm-hmm. That's, that's inspiration. So those, mm-hmm. and those are all good for long yes. life. And they're Absolutely. also good for finding what your mission is. Because mm. once you feel cared for, it becomes really clear what what needs what effort needs what effort yeah. you you need to make in the world. Yeah. So anyway, so that's uh. You okay, know, just, we have come full circle. 
we have come for a full circle. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, thank you. We could, we could get into that. We can do another one on the full circle on the on the human nature, total health and human nature. Ah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Only we if do that after the oh, after the only, first only year. Only if you like me. Only if you like me. Well, I don't know. Let me see what, how many people listen to my podcast when I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. <laughs> Just say Kidding. don't ever don't, don't ever bring that guy back. <laughs> No, that's okay. Nobody, nobody talks to me who listens, so I have no idea what they think about any of them. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I get no comments at all. Whatever, as long as they listen, I don't really care. They, uh, if it changes one person, you have some insight. Yeah. It's a yeah. good thing. You at exactly. least you have the amplifier to bringing the message out. Yes, it's that's important. True. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Okay, well, let me do my usual here, which is that um, that neither of us are doctors. This is not to yep. be seen as medical advice. Yep. And um, and with that, I will say thank you very much because yep. it was some I, great tell, information. Should I tell people where they can? Uh, um, you can go ahead, and I and yep. I will put it in the show notes. As well. Okay. I'll get the yeah. Udo's choice. Udo's choice. U D O S choice dot com. Uh huh. That's where we talk about the the uh, pr- the, the 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 work the products I work with, uh-huh. and uh, and the Udo T H E U D O dot com. Okay. That's uh-huh. a a website in progress where we talk about human nature uh-huh. and oh, my my okay yeah my two big projects while I'm still here to turn total health into a teachable field based in nature and human nature and turn human nature into a teachable field. It's about time that we got to know ourselves for as magnificent as we are. So we stop being stupid because we don't know how magnificent we are. (laughs) You you set yourself a very big, tall thing to try and accomplish. (laughs) Well, yeah, but you know, thinking big big doesn't take any more effort than right. thinking small so you might as well think big yeah and, no, that's true and, and then that's the question true. is well let's see how far i can get there you go yeah there you go excellent well that All that's right. certainly a great place to uh to close then all right yeah okay thank, thank you. you again This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.